Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Nuff Chattings with your host Rosalie Stewart. Today I am just, I don't even know what to do with myself to be honest with you. I'm just here going over the things that have been happening lately. Like for instance, power outage. So much people lost power during this rainstorm that happened. And people were behaving so frantically. I remember when light go away, because we don't say power outage in Jamaica. We say when the light go away. When light go away, Jamaica, it's the sweetest thing ever. Because one, everybody get a chance to be outside until late because you're supposed to be in bed by a certain time. Two, everybody sitting outside that tells story, whether it's grown-up stories or duppy story duppy story when i say duppy story i mean like ghost stories we all sit down outside in the nighttime when it's dark and we telling stories about boogie monster and from big to little they have all different kind of stories to tell you i remember one story they told they told us about this thing called rolling calf i don't know if you guys ever heard of it before but it was um that at nighttime, you would hear this man cow walk into the streets with like chains on them making this noise. And let me tell you something, as much as I'm telling you right now, I still feel a little nervous about that story. But I remember stories like that, like when the light is out, that's what they, that's what the adults did. And everybody sat together, you know, people don't do that anymore. Like, you don't see anybody sitting together with the kids, talking to them about anything that's happening, or just kind of just guide them a little bit. But things don't happen like that anymore, and that's so crazy to me. That's why I'm, I miss my childhood so much, and I wish every day my kids them can experience it. Like, the um, in our building, I live in a building, and there was no hot water, no hot water. And everybody pretty much panicked, like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? You want to know what I did? I put on the pot on the stove, had some water, and gave my kids a shower. And let me tell you something. They enjoyed themselves so much, okay, because they felt like that was, like, rural Jamaica. Like, mommy, this is how you had to live in Jamaica. No, this is not how I had to live in Jamaica. We had a shower. I lived in a house. I didn't live in a hut, okay? I had a running bathroom, running shower, running toilet, all the amenities that you have here, I had it in Jamaica, okay? I don't know, for some reason, when my kids hear Jamaica, they think country, that there's no running water, like you go to a well, a well or a river to catch water. Not to say things like that don't happen, but I didn't have to experience that. I was one of those um, lucky ones, I guess. But I don't consider it to be lucky. I think it's more like experience. And it makes you more unique, you know, that you get to experience those type of growing up and have to roughen it. I think the only roughen it I experienced was when I had to go to the country. And my mom is from St. Anne, Jamaica. Big up St. Anne, Jamaica. Brownstone. Um, my husband is from Manchester. Big up Manchester. Big up Mandeville. My father is from St. James. Big up St. James. Big up Montego Bay. And for you guys that love to travel to Jamaica, Montego Bay is beautiful, along with Negril, Ocherius, and Kingston if you're daring. Okay, I would suggest you go to Kingston if you're daring. Although there's some crazy stuff going in Montego Bay too, but 
If I was you, I would just stay on the resort. That's what you pay for. Stay on the resort. You don't need to experience all that other stuff and only do things the resort is doing. Don't venture off by yourself. It's not wise. But I'm just saying, like, little things like that, like, you know, growing up and having to catch water. And they felt it was so exciting. Like, my daughter was like, oh, mommy, this feels so nice. Like, you don't have to put on the shower anymore. And all I'm thinking is, girl, I do not want to be doing this because I am tired it is late and the water should have been running. We should be having hot water because we're paying for all of this stuff. But those are the things I'm talking about that the kids them don't know about these days. These children that are out here now, they're so focused on bullying other kids, are doing the things that they don't need to be doing, like being on the internet, being on TikTok, being on Worldstar, all Instagram. Oh my God, Instagram is everybody's life now. I'm not going to lie to you. At some time, I feel like I'm addicted to Instagram because I'm always scrolling. Even at work, I be scrolling to see what's happening. Not to say I'm not posting anything, but I just want to see what's happening. And I see that it's definitely an addiction. But it's just, it, it's good to come back to normalcy when you come home. And I think that experience right there for my kids brought me back to normalcy to say that there's no hot water, running hot water. And I had to boil a pot of water three times because my nephew is here i had to give them three of them a shower and then i braved the cold water and oh my god the water was cold okay the water was so cold but i had to brave the cold water because i couldn't handle bathing out of a pot or a pan that's rough for me that's rough in it so i just braved, braved the cold water but those are some of the things that i had to bring to my kids attention like don't take anything for granted I see someone that I've known for years. They went back to Jamaica the other day and they brought backpacks and and school supplies for the kids them in Jamaica and that really warmed my heart. You know, I'm not in that position to do it just yet, but I will be able to do it. And I'm sitting down now and I'm watching the people that at my job do their backpack thing and just one I'm just looking at them thinking you guys do this once a year, right? Cuz they feel like this is warranty that one thing but it's not necessarily for just once a year and you guys are a big enough company to to give to other people to other people do you know they never once talk about what happens outside like outside of the office not to say i want them to talk about it but i don't think they realize the the situation and how real it is that minorities on a whole are being disrespected and treated in the most vile way you know and they don't take notice of that they don't take notice of that because it's like if it doesn't affect them directly they don't care and i think that's one of the things that's so sad these days i think we took away our humanity like i sat down today with some of my friends and they were talking about something that they saw on the news where these kids were walking by and throwing water on these people and i'm thinking where are your parents? What 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 did they teach you? This is how they teach you how to behave outside when they're not around. These are the examples that you're setting as a representative of your parent. Like if I ever see my kids behave or hear that they behave a certain way outside, I'm going to destroy them when we get in the house because guess what? I didn't brought you up to be no hooligan. You have to behave in a certain way when you're outside so people will be respectful of you and treat you with respect. Not to say that's always the case, because whether you're respectful or not, the color of your skin determines the respect that you're given, and we're seeing that on a daily basis. You understand? But it's like we as minority, we're just given 
the other race, white people. And I'm really sorry to say that a lot of white people are not bad, but there's some that are really bad. And us black people also are, are bad too because we're giving them more reasons to treat us the way that they're treating us. And I said it before, you cannot expect change if you don't change from home first. If you're treating each other like garbage, what do you think the people I'm outside going to treat you as? Like I, I walked down the street the other day and I heard this mother talking to her, her child. And this little baby couldn't be more than three years old, three or four years old. And just the exchange that she had with the baby, it really broke my heart because I'm just like, why are you behaving that? And she was like, walk your motherfucking ass on. And I'm like, wait, who are you talking to? A baby? And the poor kid is just looking at her like, oh, you know, like, oh, my God. What the, and he looks so scared. Like, that's not the way to put the fear of God in your kids. Okay. Growing up from in Jamaica, and I know many other people can relate to this. People from the island, people from here. My mother only had to give me a look for me to, to, me to get my act together. She didn't even have to say a word. Okay. And I've been doing the same thing with my kids as much as I always said when I was growing up. And I know many of us said it like, oh, I'm never going to be like my mom when I get, or my parents when I get older. When I get my kids, I'm going to do this. But you find that you do the same exact thing with them. And I'm thinking like, when did it become okay for parents to treat their kids that way? Did you know that even though you're the parents, you're supposed to treat your kids with respect? Because they're learning that from you and how to treat other people. I'm not saying sometimes they don't bring you out of your nature that you want to smack them down or give them a stern talking to, but you are supposed to treat your children with respect because that entail is going to be a representation of who you are as a parent and going forward for them in their lifetime. You have to be a leading example. You cannot have these celebrities being the examples for your kids because they don't know your child. And your child really don't know them. They only know them based on what they're posting on Instagram or what they hear in their music or so forth and so on. But you are the real role model for your kid. And you have to really stand up and take that job really seriously. You understand? Because if you start behaving in that hooliganish way and start behaving like you don't have no kind of brought up, see, that's how your child in turn is going to behave. Unless somebody in their family or a good friend is going to steer them the right way. And these days, that's not many people doing that anymore. People are not taking on other people's responsibilities anymore because they're looking at it like, you have a mother and father or you have a mother, so I'm not going to do it. You rarely find decent enough people that's going to take on your kid and raise them the right way when you are the adult that should have been doing that. I take a lot of um, flat because parents these days, they're acting like these are the ki their kids' best friends. You guys are not best friends. You are the parent. They're the child. You have to have respect for each other. So that means when you go outside, you, you shouldn't even have to give them a look because they should already know. Yes, I know kids will test you and they'll try you, especially outside and they feel like, you won't do anything. But it should be just that look that get them to get their act together. I give my son and my daughter the look and immediately my son is like, okay, mom, I know. Yes, but I shouldn't have to do anything for you to know. But you know, they're kids. They're going to test you. 
But you cannot treat the kids on like how you will treat an adult. And in the same token, stop treating the adult that way also because you're going to get what you give. You cannot put out that negativity in your children because guess what? That's how they become bullies. That's how they become so defensive. That's how they become targets because guess what? You're giving them all that negativity at home and the only thing they know is negativity. So guess what they're going to push forward when they go outside? More negativity. I have my, my kids are in summer camp and my nephew, first day of summer camp, the teacher, the um, teacher come to me and tell me, well, you know, um, he misbehaved. Why? Why did he misbehave? Oh, but when he came in, he, he, he went over to the bad kids. Like me personally, I don't believe there's any bad children. They're just kids that need guidance. Some kids are very stubborn and they don't know how to challenge, channel their anger. So they take it out on other people or other kids. And that's not the way to go about doing it. But again, that starts from home. Whatever you're feeding the kids at home is what they're going to dish out outside. Yes, I know sometimes they pick up their bad behaviors from their friends, but that's when you curve it also. You can curve your kids' friends. If you see a child that you realize that, okay, this kid is going to be a negative impact on my kid, you can stare your child. It's not going to always work, but you can try your very best to stare your child clear of that kind of behavior and sometimes in some cases the child who was behaving badly will start acting or behaving in a correct way so it's like they kind of worked with each other to cancel out the negative thing i believe that every kid is given an opportunity to be a better version of themselves yes i know there are situations where the parents are not home and the kids are left by themselves and they feel like they're grown. But remember, in that same token, the parents that leave their kids home does not necessarily mean they're in a bad home situation. It just means that the parent has to work and there's no one giving you flack for that. Parents have to work because in order for you to have food on your table, clothes on your back, roof over your head, you have to work and you have to provide for your family. But what I'm saying is, even when you have to go and leave the kid, when you come back, have a conversation with the kid. Talk to the kid. How was school today? Don't just shut yourself off and go in your room and they went to their bed and there's no communication. That's not how you breed a healthy relationship with your child. You have to communicate with them. Monica said the other day on her Instagram, and again, I'm, I'm following Monica on Instagram. She said, communication is key, but comprehension is also necessary. You can communicate until you're blue in the face, but if there's no understanding from both parties, you're never going to get anywhere. Parents, sit down with your kids, sit down and talk to them, ask them how their day was. Do you know once I pick up my, my kids, the first thing my kid asks me, my son asks me is, mom, how was your day today? And at that point, I have to turn everything off, whether it's my phone I'm listening to, whatever I'm doing, I stop what I'm doing. And I talked to him, babe, my day was okay. You know, it was a little rough today. How was your day? And we start a communication from there. Then we include everyone that's in the car with us. So that means even if they don't get it at home, somebody is talking to them about them, asking them what their day is. Every day I get a rundown of what happened to the kids at school. And I get four or five or six different versions of, the, of whatever happened. 
however that affected them. But it makes me feel good that they want to come and talk to me. They want to come and share their day with me. Because guess what? That's Yeah, I'm happy that they're able to come and speak to me about these things. Because at least you know that they're letting someone know what's going on and not bad, bottling up anything. Whether it's good or bad. And those are the things that as parents we need to start doing more of. I think too many of us are pushing our kids off to tablets, phones, computers. I'm not saying that they can't be on the tablet and they can't be on the computer or can't be on their phone, but communicate with them. Talk to them. When you guys get a chance, sit down and have a meal together. I'm not saying to have a meal together every day because it may not be possible, but at least maybe on a Friday, designate one day that you're able to sit down with them and talk to them and at least get a rundown of what happened to them throughout the day because what you don't realize is that little things like that matters and it makes a difference. It makes a kid know that they can come and talk to you about whatever. Whether somebody's bothering them at school, maybe they met someone and they don't know how to come talk to them, whatever they need from you. But opening up those little communication, those little things right there will help you be a better parent to your child and let your child know that they can trust you. That's a next thing also. Your child has to know that they can trust you. Trust you to come to you and talk to you about whatever it is. We saw in the news recently where these two little girls were walking home and this old shriveled up man, and I say old shriveled up man because I'm so disgusted, lure them in the backyard to about a bicycle to be bought and end up molesting one of the kids, one of the girls. One got away, one didn't. And it really dawned on me because I'm like, these are... 9 and 11 year old girls right and the person at fault is the adult because as an old man you're disgusting clearly you have a problem and you should not have been let out in society but they're making they're letting these people out thinking that they're okay they're gonna be reformed they can't be reformed okay under no circumstances can they be reformed but that's another topic I'm not gonna get onto that but these these girls should be aware that you're not supposed to talk to anybody. I don't care who it is. An adult approach you, you don't know them, start yelling, start screaming. Don't even acknowledge them, just start walking faster. If they're bigger than you, you start screaming. Do not talk to anybody. Your parents have told you, do not talk to strangers. I don't care what they're saying. You didn't get nothing from me, I didn't tell you nothing. You don't talk to anybody, period. Period, period, period. These girls could have been, it could have happened worse that they weren't not even found. This man could have killed them. And I'm thanking God that they're alive, but those girls are going to be scarred forever. Forever they're going to be scarred. And we're just hoping that their parents are going to be there for them emotionally and mentally and physically to be there to, to support them during this time. And this is what I'm talking about. Talk to your kids communicate with them let them know what's going on in the world i don't hide anything from my children because guess what if i don't tell them somebody else outside gonna tell them and the person outside version might not be correct not to say mine will always be correct but at least i have some knowledge some personal knowledge that i could share with them communicate with your kids i say this because without communication and understanding we're all lost, okay? And these kids are not like the way we were, when we were when we were younger. These kids are brilliant. They're so smart, it's ridiculous. You sit down and have a conversation with a two or three-year-old 
and your your mind is completely blown because they have so much understanding you understand so there should be no reason for you to hide anything from them let them know what's going on in the world talk to them about these things i talk to my kids all the time i talk to my daughter mama did anyone talk to you today who talked to you what did they say did anyone try to touch you you talk to them about touching their bodies anywhere on their body i don't care where it is no one should touch you no adult should touch you period family members friends strangers no adult should touch you anywhere in your body if your mom is not there and if it's your mom that's up you you make sure you talk to your your family talk to your mother and your father Anybody is capable of doing anything. You cannot trust anybody these days. Not to say for you to be keeping an eye on people, but keep communication open with your kids so that they know that they can always come and talk to you about anything and whatever. Should never be afraid to come and talk to you. I would like to also say that being a parent is one of the best gifts God could ever bestow on any of us. Whether you're a mom, whether you're a stepmom, whether you're an auntie, whether you're a godparent, whether you, whatever the role you're playing in one of these in any kid's life, it's a very important role, and it's your job to rear them the right way. If you don't know how, get the help of someone that you admire, someone that you know that have done well with their own kids. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. That's another thing that we don't do as as human beings. We don't ask for help. We feel like we could do everything on our own. But guess what? That's not how it is. We are supposed to raise our children in a village where that we can count on each other to be there for us whenever we're lacking, whenever we're slacking, whenever we feel like we can't hold the ball anymore. That's what a village is for. I am very proud to know that I've surrounded myself with a village of strong women, stepmothers, aunties, um, best friends, godparents, friends that I've just met that are doing wonderful job with their kids. And that just shows in their kid also, because when you see their kid, they're so happy and they're so, they're excited to see their mom. You could pick up from kids when things are off because kids have tell sign, okay? They, they don't they try to hide it but if you pay attention you'll see what's going on with them and I'm very proud of the women them that I have in my life right now that my kids are able to see see strong women and there are strong men as well my husband is very good at what he's doing he's showing my son how to be a man and being independent and my daughter is also seeing that having that man role it's excellent not to say that a single parent home is not just as good. I grew up in a single parent home. My mom did everything. She was the mom and the dad. And my brothers are great. One of them might have a little anger issue, but we'll deal with that another time. Guys, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to another episode of my podcast. And I'm looking forward for us to doing this a lot more times, okay? And with that said, thank you again. Nuff chattings. Big up everybody, every island, America, Europe, everywhere. Big up everybody. Signing off, your Jamaican sensation, Rosalie.